The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Boopa, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at boopa.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 28th of October. In your Squiz today, the economy might be on the up. Barrett is appointed to the Supreme Court. The implications of the US providing weapons to Taiwan. And consider a very nice holiday to Kazakhstan. This is your Squiz today. Starting on the economy, Claire, and yesterday, the Reserve Bank's Deputy Governor told a Senate hearing that Australia's economy is probably growing again, that it could have grown between July and September, and it may mean an early end to the recession. Lots of probabilities and maybes in that sentence. Yeah, there is. Guy DeBell was before that Senate estimates hearing yesterday, and he said that Their best guess was that the economy has grown, which is quite remarkable because during that period, Melbourne, of course, was offline, as was big parts of Victoria, and that makes up about 25% of our economy. So to grow despite all of that would be quite something. We won't really know what those numbers look like until later this year. The other spanner in all of this, of course, is that JobSeeker is finishing at the end of this year and JobKeeper payments are due to end in March. That's right. And as you say, there's lots of ifs and buts and lots of speculation still about what happens if home prices fall further. Of course, that's a whole independent market that the Reserve Bank doesn't control. We have to see what happens there. The Reserve Bank is meeting on Tuesday next week and it's tipped to drop interest rates even further to a new record low of 0.1%. There's some other measures to help kickstart the economy. There's lots of things still to be concerned about, the Reserve Bank says, but it doesn't seem to be potentially as bad as it could have been. Yeah, a bit of optimism about all of this. And of course, on COVID, it's all about Melbourne today, where for the first time since early July, Melburnians can now leave their homes for whatever reason they want. Whenever they want and they can go within that 25 kilometre travel limit, that stays in place until at least the 8th of November. Also from today, Daniel Andrews outlined yesterday that two adults will be able to visit another home accompanied by their dependents. It has to be within that 25 kilometre travel limit. But from today, things are starting to get back into that COVID normal. Of course, National Cabinet last week agreed to a plan to open all state borders by Christmas. The one exception is WA, which will stay closed until March. Moves have already started, Claire. Tassie has really taken some big steps. It's opening up to all Australian states except Victoria and New South Wales, although it yesterday said that New South Wales would be brought forward. Holiday to Tassie, perhaps, for some people listening. Love Tassie. How good would that be? It was back in August last year when Mert Ney stabbed and killed 24-year-old Michaela Dunn at a CBD apartment before going on a rampage through the city of Sydney. Yesterday, he pled guilty to her murder as well as to injuring a woman who he stabbed on the street. You'll remember that city workers confronted and detained Ye. They were thanked for their bravery at the time. He was brandishing a knife as he was running through the streets, shouting Allah Akbar. He was found to have plenty of drugs in his system. Uh, There's a whole now sentencing round of hearings that will happen from the 11th of December where it's expected that there'll be a lot of talk about his mental ill health. 
over in the US and President Donald Trump has got his pick to the Supreme Court. Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed by the Senate and sworn in at a ceremony yesterday. It's a really big thing to get a Supreme Court judge confirmed. Donald Trump has now done that three times. It's incredible given there's nine appointments on the Supreme Court to have three in your first term. Really is something, let alone to have got it done in record time. Uh, An appointment to the Supreme Court has never been done this close to an election or in such a tight time frame. Uh, All those people who were concerned about Barrett's appointment have come out since then uh, to reconfirm their concern, particularly those who are worried that she'll become a judicial activist on issues like abortion. That's despite Barrett's reassuring words that she will follow the law. Joe Biden has said that the whole process was an abuse of power on Trump's part. As you said, quite remarkable that he's been able to appoint three people to the Supreme Court. Those appointments are for life, uh, so they don't come around that often. No secret that China and the US aren't the best of pals at the moment, Claire. Their latest spat is over Taiwan and the fact that the US is providing Taiwan with weapons. There's been quite a bit of activity in the background about China's positioning around Taiwan. Uh, We've talked a lot in the last 18 months or so about China being more aggressive in the region and certainly its approach to Taiwan is definitely one of those things. What the US State Department did yesterday was confirm that there would be a sale of $2.4 billion worth of harpoon missile systems to Taiwan. That's really angered China. It had already announced that it was going to put some sanctions on some American defence companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin uh, over previous recent sales of weapons to Taiwan. It's just one of those fronts that really is worth watching because it really does explain a lot about the China-US and geopolitical situation there. Yeah, China and Taiwan have a complicated history. Basically, China claims it as its own, but Taiwan's leaders say it's a sovereign state. Whilst America has no formal relations with Taiwan's government, it is its main ally and US law requires the government to ensure that Taiwan can defend itself. While we're on relationships between nations, one that is also troubled is that of France and Turkey. Turkey's president is urging his country to boycott French products, Claire, following President Emmanuel Macron's toughened stance on radical Islam. That follows the murder of history teacher Samuel Paddy earlier this month. Remember, he was killed outside of Paris. He was decapitated uh, by a radical Islamic terrorist. There's been a lot of discussion in France in the last uh, couple of weeks about radical Islam and about the French state. President Erdogan is one of those leaders who has been leading the charge against France. Yeah, Erdogan is the president of Turkey. This all boils down to France's commitment to a secular society, one that promotes free speech and Macron's defence of it by not condemning cartoons of the prophet Muhammad. In a classic, if you can't beat them, join them story, Kazakhstan, the home of Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat Claire, will adopt his catchphrase, very nice, as its tourism slogan. I'm not going to do it in the accent, I don't think. <laughs> Look, I know everyone will move to do that. I probably will off air, <laughs> but very nice is the catchphrase. Uh, and of course, it's really one of those things that Kazakhstan has had uh, thrown at it for many, many years now 
it says that it's embracing it in a positive way. Uh, it's got a really funny video going through all the things that are very nice about Kazakhstan, including fermented horse milk. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, but look, I think it's probably on a wave of publicity, a really good move. It does look very nice. Snow-capped it mountains. It does look very nice. Beautiful it's, cities. If Kazakhstan's it, on your travel list once we're all sort of travelling internationally again, that campaign is worth a look. I'll put a link to it in your episode notes. Yeah, it goes to our subject line this morning too, which I've gone for the James Brown song, uh, I Feel Nice, like sugar and spice. Like sugar and spice. It's a very catchy one to finish today. That's all from us. Enjoy your Wednesday. Melburnians, enjoy getting out and about. And uh, we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. Yeah.